This episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Undetectable Units. Go to manweave.com so your unit does not go flying off of your head when you're driving and dropping the top, riding down the streets. Out to the top of the bay back. So there was a video on Instagram. um, It was already viral, and then you tagged me in it with um, the gentleman with his unit flying off of his head. And so he used that as a promotional opportunity for you to go to his website and get yeah. you a right unit. Yeah. So get you an undetectable, undetectable unit. Undetectable unit. So y'all out here want to constantly talk about being undetectable. Get you an undetectable unit so you can really be undetectable. Uh-oh. I thought when the video was playing, like, he had the top down on the coupe. And I thought, like, maybe his date was recording it. And she was going to it to her homegirl for shade later. But no, they were just driving down the E-way. And, um, yeah, he was going, like, 70 miles. And, like, did you feel all that wind? He was using this as a promotional opportunity. Because, like, wouldn't you, your scalp be itchy from all that glue? I don't know. I've never been through that. Never experienced that emotion. Including wigs? No, I don't do wigs. Child, oh. first of all, I already got a big, sweet-ass head. I don't need to put nothing on it. Mm, that's what Hashtag undetectable. <laughs> um, you can never be detected. <laughs> yeah, so I just got my life from that. And I just like, this needs to be shared. Absolutely. So definitely look out. For manweave.com because they have some undetectable units over there that (laughs) will not fly off of your head and hopefully won't make you itchy. Mm. Oh, my name. Not many people can say that. (laughs) Oh my God. What? (laughs) My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A. There you go. There you go. I spelled it right that time. Look at that. AKA. I am AKA the booty bully. Oh. BKA the CVS brand Omari Hardwick. And you're proud of that? Okay. Bitch, yes. Okay, cool. Some people ain't even the, none of the brand. They steal the pretzels. Oh, wow. Ooh, Auntie Anne's pretzels would be so good. See? Mm. That's why you're never going to be the CVS brand. A pretzel dog. (laughs) Omari Hardwick. Because you're still eating the pretzels. Right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this week's icebreaker is, um, what is one thing in your phone you would not want your next boyfriend to see? Um, I, there's an ex who's like still sends me photos of his meat mm-hmm. and I enjoy those photos cause he sends them to me like unexpectedly. And so like when I receive oh, that means photo- he knows you well. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just blushing thinking about it right now. Um, so, uh, <laughs> literally. I would want my next boyfriend to like What's read our text through it. Oh, that ain't the one. That ain't the one though, is it? Mm-hmm. That I gave a code name to. Mm-hmm. Well, he need a code name now because we know uh, we gotta hide him. We gotta put him in the vault. Okay, well I'm keeping it to myself. I'm about to tell y'all <laughs> nothing. Y'all get no clues. Wow. Um, you want your ex to see everything because you? Yeah, like actually, share. actually I do. Shit, pick up my phone and get. Get it out get, of the way. Get accommodated. Get accommodated. I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't argue a month from now what you're talking about. So you was fucking this nigga and you got a video of it. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know you at the time. We were not in love. So, Aww. yes, I was fucking him until um, you came around. That is so romantic. I would really but say you that. would be honest. Yeah. You know niggas lie. I wouldn't expect you to be honest. So. Girl. Huh. Um. So, yeah, I, it's not... Um, those type of things I wouldn't wouldn't want my future boyfriend to see in my phone if he um, started perusing. Well, I would say probably my show notes for this show because I would like them to always be surprised. I want my next boyfriend to be my number one fan, my number one cheerleader, and I want him to listen to this show and be like, oh my god, that was so good. That was so funny. That was so intelligent. I'm so glad that um, I'm sucking your dick. Wow. I want... Oh, sure. You need to be proud of the dick you suck. You want him to be educated and well-versed, probably. Um, but then you want him to be a slut? Yes. Oh, wow. Why is this too much to ask? I didn't know this. What, this is I'm a- going to update my um Update, update the indie posting. I'm gonna update up- the LinkedIn posting. Yeah, the monster.com. Wow. For the, the Superman's next boyfriend. Cool. So he needs to be able. Okay. okay. There's that. What's our word of the day? Because I'm sure it's something classy as well. Our word of the day this week is dead naming. So dead naming um, is a term that African slaves originally used when saying um, that they did not want to be called by their slave master's names. Oh. Um, and they took up new names such as Freeman. Um, it wasn't called that back then, but that was the action in which they were taken. 
and they were dead naming their previous slave owners' names because, as we all know, that they typically had to take over their slave owners' names. Yeah. It has been brought into the 21st century by our sisters and brothers in the trans community who are dead naming their previous names, their birth names, which no longer identify who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so previously, they may have been named Joseph, jo- Joseph, Joseph, yep. Joseph or Joshua. Oh, mm. I like that name. Or Aviante. I love Aviante as a name. How um, you spelled it? Where you put the apostrophe? Because it's like it's at the end, at the end on the e. Oh. Um, or they could have been named Nancy. Mm, oh. I wouldn't even yeah, want that. I, even I was a did name girl. that name. Sorry. Or Teresa. <laughs> they could have been named all these names at birth, and that does not reflect who they are today. Mm-hmm. And so they did name those names, and it's actually traumatic for them when they are even called those names or referenced in those names because that's no longer who they are. Mm-hmm. So imagine you was born Ronald, but you no longer identify as Please, Ronald. Please, Lord. My dad ain't been shit. <laughs> and now you, you go by Ranisha. And Ooh. every time you hear Ronald, you're like, ugh. That is not me. I do not know who that person so is. So, can I put a Y in there? Because I feel like it'll be cute to write my name in cursive. You can name yourself whatever you would like. <laughs> oh, cool. Ron Nisha. Um, and so, debt naming. Oh. Word of the day. That was really classy. Um, the rest of this is not going to be classy. I oh. warn you, uh, listeners. You know when you listen to this shit, it's never going to be really classy anyway. Uh, so, you're already prepared. Stop I don't even have to. That. We are classy. Oh. I don't know. I'm just trying to defend myself. Um, the lock her up, lock her up chants are back in the streets, and I'm actually excited about these. Um, it appears that Rachel Dolezal has put herself in some more bullshit, and I'm excited. So Rachel Dolezal has been caught actually trying to be a nigga, and then the feds have caught up to her okay. ass. <laughs> so the story is. Um, she has gotten caught stealing slash embezzling um, welfare slash food stamp funds while she's been making all this money from Netflix and all these other places that she goes on to um, make great white woman money. She working on a book or something? I feel like she's doing like she has things going on. Yeah, she's got multiple deals going on right now. So she has these deals. I'm not saying that she's um, in the $100 million club, mm-hmm. but she also definitely is not in the food stamp TANF welfare club but that's what she's been telling the government and that's what she's been receiving and so they are about to um possibly lock her ass up and i am absolutely here for it because rachel dolezal needs to go to jail for at least one crime if not still in race oh wow it says the washington state department of health and human services became skeptical oh wow big words Mm. skeptical Mm -hmm. because she reported she was only her income reports of less than $500 a month. Mm. Mm-hmm. Me too, girl. You can't come out with a new <laughs> Netflix special. Then he's on welfare. How you on welfare and you on the Netflix special? Hashtag me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too, girl. $500. Wow. She received $8,747 in food assistance and $100 in child assistance from August 2015 through November 2017, according to USA Today. Wow. November 17, literally eight months ago, this bitch was still collecting government funds and getting Netflix funds at the same damn time. Wow. She's literally trying to be a whole nigga, trying her best, and it's not working. Oh, she has legally changed her name to Nkechi. <laughs> Come on, dead naming. She Nkechi said, I am, Diallo. I am no longer Rachel. Wow, she changed her name in 2016. Work. Oh, so then the girls found out her real name and still investigated her. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Well, that that name didn't stay dead, did it? Oh, wow. <laughs> Rachel Dollar's all back in the headlines. <laughs> um, The next story, I feel like we covered a few episodes ago, but now it's two different popular social media people. And I'm like, did y'all not listen to the episode? Uh-oh. What the fuck? I thought that I read these organizations and these restaurants the last time that we talked about this. But apparently they didn't hear us. So make sure that they hear us by retweeting this episode, by sharing this episode, and commenting below. Mm. Um, There is a restaurant in Harlem, New York called Chicken Wings at Texas. Texas Chicken and Burgers, excuse me. Texas Chicken and Burgers is right in New York. It's in Harlem, yeah. Okay. So... 
Mm, you know, skeptical it's, already, right? You know, it's not gonna taste like nothing, Texas. Um, okay. But the name sounded a little appetizing until you figured out the location is in the middle of Harlem. <laughs> so, um, popular social media personalities: Deja Smith and D Tranny Bear. Um, oh, the Tranny Bear! I know, yeah, I've seen that name. They all are transgender social media influencers. Mm-hmm. They went to uh, Texas Chicken and Burgers. With about two or three other trans girls and boys. You know, you hang out, you gotta protect yourself. Right. They were they were in a group. They went there, they placed an order for chicken wings, cause it's Texas it's chicken. It's in the name. Yeah. It's the name and of the I building. want fucking chicken wings. Okay. They were told in the viral video, we don't have any more chicken wings. And then she was like <laughs> and then D and then D Deja Smith was like, Okay, well can we just order the chicken fingers? And then they were told they don't have them no more chicken fingers. Oh, this is a racism thing. This is a racism and a homophobia thing. Uh So she stuck around because she smelled something like a dirty tampon. Smell like um. Oh Lord, you about to tell me a secret? Yeah, keep it a secret. No, no, like a you know like the um outdoor potty places. Oh, it smelled like that. Porta potties. Porta potties. Yeah, it smelled like that after she had heard these things. So she stuck around. A white man then ordered ten chicken wings. Okay. He then got his ten chicken wings, and everybody was in shock in the restaurant. And she started recording the video, and of course, nobody wanted to be on video. Nobody wants to talk about what just happened. Nobody. Oh. Except the white man that got the fucking chicken wings. The white man that got the chicken wings on the viral video. Again, if you check out uh, Deja Smith or DJ or D uh, Tranny Bear's timelines, the videos on both of their timelines. Um, the white man said, yes, I see something is wrong. I saw what they did to y'all. It was bullshit. I'm happy to say it on video. I do got my chicken wings. I think y'all should go somewhere else. And he was absolutely right. And um, I applaud our white ally for standing up for that shit. Look at this. It's absolutely wrong. First off, it's Harlem, New York. Harlem is so oh. multicultural. It's so... Even like, with the gentrification, it just made it more <laughs> multicultural. With like, the gentrification, so... What the fuck are you trying to do by telling five trans girls and boys that they can't have chicken wings in your establishment? Like, y'all making that much money that y'all can turn down $20, $25, $30 for chicken wings. Go to fucking hell. It was it was it was upsetting to me and my homegirl. Oh, um, this me. Yeah. Okay. So Texas chicken and burgers. <laughs> take the Tex take the Texas part out because you don't represent Texas and you damn sure don't represent Harlem. They represent racism though. What is it? Homophobia, transphobia. Mm, absolutely. Um, in a bigger and better news, I'm excited that um, again some of our white allies are stepping up and realizing that you know shit needs to take. Place things justice. need to happen. Justice needs to yes be served. Um, and I would love to report that there is a reparations happy hour going on in Portland, Oregon. Oh, I thought it was gonna go on in DC. I'm like, bitch, what's the address? We would have been there already. Oh, okay. The, it's the today, epi- oh. the, the episode might have been a little bit late. <laughs> so, um, the New York Times is reporting that the reparations happy hour is inviting white people to pay for drinks. So, Which city this is? Do they got an airport? Portland, Oregon has an airport, yes. In Portland, Oregon, organizers DC of the Reparations H- Happy Hour invited black, brown, and indigenous people to a bar and handed them $10 bills as they arrived, a small but symbolic gift mostly funded by white people who were asked not to attend. So leave your money at the door. You don't have to be here. Uh-oh. It can just be us black, brown, and indigenous people having drinks together and you're paying. That's sweet. And it worked? It yes. already happened? Oh. Yeah, no, it's continuing to happen. They're doing it every week. Oh, wow. Um, Brown Hope, a local activist organization, wanted the event, which was held on Monday, every Monday now, um, to be a space for people of color in a mostly white city, Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. um, to meet one another, discuss policy issues, and plan potential action at the cost of white people. DCA to PDX. It says flights for $277. <laughs> okay. Wow. If you stay for like two days, you might get your money's, your money's worth. worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just stay till next Monday and then you do it two times. Oh. Yeah. Take one week off work and go. Oh, yeah. wow. And then you can just, you know, rent a car, drive up to Seattle, come back for next Monday, make oh. it a whole trip. Look at God. DCA to PDX. Thank God for Jesus. Yeah. So I think it's Thank such- you so much, um, people who organized that. Yeah. 
Um, and it's working again. Like I said, they've been doing it every Monday. Um, and you know, if you would like to donate, if you're a white person listening to this show and you feel bad about um, slavery, make your reparations known for a little as little as ten dollars. You can, you know, free yourself of a little bit of white guilt, and you know, I would applaud you. Um, Pride just concluded here in DC. DC Black Pride 2018. Uh-huh. Um, I am happy to report that um, we did not have a viral video of um, girls getting in fights and leaving their friends, and um, other girls screaming out they leaving you sis. Uh oh. That was well. I have a story to tell you when you finish. <laughs> that happened literally a year ago here in DC, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, what's going on in DC?" Because they, girl, that ain't your real friend. Uh-oh. So they leaving you, sis. Did not happen this year, allegedly. I think I didn't hear about it. It's not viral yet. If it did, uh-oh. Thankfully, um, but what did happen is people were complaining about the extremely high prices of pride admissions. Did you hear? $120. $120. So they were talking about there were general admissions. So not gen- not not VIP. Not you get to um motorboat Amber Rose. You don't get to um who else was here? I don't remember. Nobody nobody I really wanted to see. Um you don't get to um twerk with Maya. You don't get to um sing with Kiki Wyatt. Mm-hmm. These are general admission tickets for eighty to a hundred and twenty dollars to stand around stand in a hot club next to all the other niggas that you had seen earlier, and mm-hmm. that you probably see all the time. Yeah, that's why I just went to the host hotel and stood around. Yeah, I just got me a beer and sat in the lobby. Oh hey, oh hey, oh bitch, I didn't see you in like two years. Go sit in the lobby at the host hotel. It worked the same. There was not even a glory hole at these places. I don't wow. understand. <laughs> okay. If there was a glory hole, I'd be like, okay, justification. Okay. You get you the dollar for some head? Well, at least you a head and a party experience, I could say mm, justifiable. Okay. But just a party experience. Gourmet and glory and hot, hole. And I'm hot and I gotta pay twenty dollars for these drinks. Mm. Cause that's still happening. Yeah. At least if it was a glory if it was a glory hole, I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> I can't report on this. I'm just, you know, the good times were had. I'm excited for my sisters that went, sisters and brothers. Um, but that's not what happened. There were no glory holes. You had to go find the glory hole after the party. And for those type of prices, I need to find the glory hole at the party. <laughs> a convenience fee. That's what it sounds like. Finders fee. <laughs> I'm here. What'd you find for me? Uh oh. Um and like I said, especially Tony Braxton wasn't there, Beyonce wasn't there. What am I paying this money for? I realize that these are white establishments. That would look like Tony Braxton doing Pride. Wow, she should. Wow, she should. I'm surprised it has not happened. Um, she would be whispering the tracks, and we. we you still. sound. You sound. You sound agitated. Uh-oh. You sound. You sound. Sick. You sound aggressive. You sound sick. Oh wow. Your fever. Get your get your fever under control. <laughs> um. So I realize that these are in white spaces that charge a lot of money because of the time of year and they understand the market. But why can't black gay organizers and promoters find places where they can put this on for a more marketable rate than 80 to $120 for a regular club experience? Now, I've been to... Club experiences in Europe. I've been to club experiences all throughout the Caribbean. Um, Miami, I think, is one of the the well, it at least used to be one of the best club experiences with club space. You know, the shit didn't close down until nine a.m. That kind of club experience. If somebody told me that it was eighty dollars, I'd be like, "Okay, well, bitch, we're gonna be here for a while." Yeah, like it's <laughs> nine a.m. Because oh produ- again, because the production value of what they do at Sizzle the fog at, machines. And- oh, it's more than the fog machines because they have like like. 40, 50 different dancers, entertainers, all mm-hmm. on different stages, places. They have different um, moods. They have different rooms. Um, they have a whole house level, a whole hip-hop level, a whole R&B level, a whole pop level. Like, when you're doing that kind of thing, spend $80 to come in. Mm-hmm. But if it is just a regular DC club experience with 20 or 30 people that have traveled somewhere, some from someplace else to the club, 
I don't see eighty to one hundred and twenty dollars. Okay. I don't. And I understood the. I understood them complaining on the internet about it because it's just like what they had the fly genuine out in Mario, and we're excited that um heterosexual men are coming to the prize now. I am too, but if Tank blazed the trail, yeah, absolutely. But if it was gonna be forty dollars cheaper for them not to be here, then they didn't have to be here. <laughs> I'm sorry that whatever Tank and Mario brought was not worth forty more dollars to go into these establishments. Was they sucking dick? Because wow. if they were sucking dick, let's then move on. If they were sucking dick, I would understand. We are I'm happy like, that you we know have what? allies in Genuine the community. Genuine sucking dick at the party. We I'll pay one hundred twenty dollars to go to that. Black heterosexual men to um, join the fight with us and represent in the streets, and they're doing that, and we're just gonna leave it at that. Yeah. Unless they're gonna suck dick at the next party. Um. Stop fighting over community dick. I've said this in previous episodes. But I don't be knowing it'd be community when I be involved because you know, like he tell you that you different from everybody else, and it's a sex party. He oh, okay. so um, we're not like at the house Netflix and no, chilling. We're mm-mm. like literally at the no. House. Again, these, this is still DC Pride related. I'm share my so this pa- this past <laughs> weekend, um, as I reported, like maybe ten or fifteen episodes ago, uh girls were fighting at the last big thing here. Damn. I think it was MLK weekend. Um girls were St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> April Fools. They yeah. always fight. Well they did get April Fool because <laughs> they was fighting over dick and they still didn't get the dick. <laughs> what are you fighting over dick? The joke's still- on you, sis. The joke's on you. <laughs> so this past weekend, like I told y'all last episode, there was a million sex parties. A million. And again, throughout my Twitter feed, I saw the same people talking about girls fighting at the sex parties. I was not there, so I don't have um, all the details to fully report. But and so I saw some no messages. Thank you. I saw some reputable sources. Maybe messaging the podcast, wanting to know. I don't know. Martell told his story. I, but I, I have some reputable sources that were saying girls were fighting. Over well, me. retweet them on your timeline so the girls can get the tea. The girls be needing the, the tea again. And so I say again, if it is community meet, just oh. wait, just wait, cause you go, it's gonna come back around to you. This is yep. not exclusive. He's just busy right he not, now. Yeah, he not gonna just be fucking this weekend. He gonna be fucking next weekend. Mm. Fuck him next weekend. There's no reason to be fighting at sex parties over dick that is easily accessible and available. Write that down. Bookmark that. Yeah. Um. The Queen is making us wait another two months for the Queen album. Oh, I'm fine. I really want to hear it. I still am very excited about the album. Um, I don't like this marketing ploy that she's doing currently. She said she wanted to have a few listening sessions with her fans. And she wanted to fly girls out and have a listening party. And she don't feel like she can do all that by June 15th. Duh! She wants to delay it until August so she can, you know... But she also invited Eminem to get on the album, so that also tells me the album ain't done. So if you're gonna do, we also we reportedly already got a Foxy feature. We already reportedly got an Ariana Grande feature. We already reportedly got like 17 other girls featured on the album, and we invited Eminem to be featured on the album means the album ain't done. And I don't like this because somebody of her stature, like you should be past this. This is very first and second album T. Oh. And um, I don't like it. I'm excited for the album still. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about right now, by now I'm obviously talking about Nicki Minaj's next album. Um, I'm excited about the album, but this feels very sloppy. It feels very um, unbecoming of a artist of her stature. If you're going to put out an album and tell people it's coming out, then let that bitch come out. Or otherwise, don't tell nobody it's coming out, and then let it just fucking come out, and your work show for itself. Ta-da! Because you came out here and told us, because we didn't know, we didn't know what the name of that bitch was, we didn't know when the fuck to expect that shit, and then you told us, and now literally less than two weeks later, you're like, wait, before a pay period can go by, you're like, girl, put your ghost spanking money on something else, girl. <laughs> Not this. <laughs> and uh, I feel bad for it. I wish that wasn't the case, but K. Um, at least the new single with um. Oh, there's a Big Sean. Thing? Not for her. Um, something that she owns. She's featured on Big Sean and Two Chains. Uh, Two Chains and the other girl. Everybody. Yeah. It's cute, but we didn't ask for a feature. We asked for an album. Whoopsie. Roses are red. Roseanne is canceled. Violets are blue. <laughs> Roseanne Barr is finally through. <laughs> 
I don't know that this where that was going. I don't even know. Just telepathy. You was just waiting on the time because, of course, it was going to fucking happen. (laughs) As I have said before, I canceled Roseanne Barr way motherfucking back a long time ago. And I am so excited for a whole bunch of y'all niggas to be catching up. Uh Uh-oh. This bitch has finally got canceled and in (laughs) record time. Baby, the post went up at 10 o'clock that she tweeted something trashy about 1 o'clock. By lunchtime, (laughs) ABC said, nah. Nah, bruh. What you not going to do over here? This is the American Broadcasting Corporation, and we're not doing that. We're not doing you. Uh oh. You're not featured here. You don't even have to clear out your desk. We're going to send you your things. Um, Robert Iger, I think that's his name. Bob Iger. Um, yep. Well, you know, they have different nicknames for their, for their real first name. I don't know. Mr. Iger um, released a statement. I'm only like for like the CEO of the Walt Disney, who owns ABC, Walt Disney Corporation coming out with a statement. I was like, wow, he is really pissed. Yeah. Um, and then Channing Dungney, Dungy? Dungy. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go with that. Ava DuVernay tweeted, for the record, this is Channing Dungy sitting at the top of your world like a queen in full judgment of your garbage and taking it out. Hashtag Roseanne. So everybody was excited because a black woman got to counsel Roseanne after she called, she referred to Obama's advisor as an ape. Yeah, um, what she said was she was a mix between, a cross between the Planet of the Apes and the Muslim Brotherhood. Equals VJ, I think the lady's name was... Valerie Jarrett. Yeah. So Valerie Jarrett is a close friend and a close advisor to Barack Obama. And her name ain't got no business in nobody's fucking what, mouth what at did this she, point. Did, like, what... Like, I understand we're talking about Stormy Daniels, but I was like, I don't even remember, remember seeing this lady on TV since Obama left the White House. So, what? why did Roseanne bring her name back up? Bored. <laughs> like, and then your shoulder got canceled. And and the co-stars tried to save it, but they was just, they was just like, too late because yeah. um, Channing was on the case. Channing was on the case, like, as soon as the tweet dropped. Channing had already made the decision that this is about to be canceled. Yeah. I'm going to send an email and a text to my boss to make sure that this is okay, but I'm about to cancel this. Uh-oh. And she did. And Wanda Sykes is a writer on the show and a producer and, to some yeah, extent. And, yeah, and rebuked it as well. So 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 Wanda Sykes... Um, Co-stars, everybody. L- Lori Metcalf, Sal- Sarah uh, Gilbert, all on the show, um, was like, girl, hmm. I don't know what Roseanne's talking about. I don't believe in none of that bullshit. I'm trying to say going against Obama and going against the black, the whole black child. Let me move because they finna whoop you, girl. (laughs) So canceling Roseanne was literally a good idea. The easiest thing we had to do today. She was already. She should have already been canceled. She was out here parading. I'm not a real Trump supporter. I'm just playing one on TV. And then we see all the shit that you do in real life outside of playing the Trump supporter that you quote unquote play on TV. You look like a Trump supporter. Uh oh. Let's move on. You look like a racist. And now you're homeless. Or well, at least jobless. So, God bless her. Um, Next, we um did, this weekend, address the Taking Down Tina uh, movement. Let's say it there. Um, And I feel like it was extremely in the Taking Down Tina movement. Because we saw in real time that it is very impactful to people um, that are currently taking Tina or previously have been taking Tina. Um, Taking Tina down has been extremely hard and it looks and sounds even harder than it is to say. So Tina, if you don't know what I'm talking about, the drug, T, methamphetamine, it is gaining access in the gay community at extremely alarming rates. Um, The CDC has a estimate of 1.5 million users in the gay community that are currently um, using and abusing the drug of Tina, aka methamphetamines, which actually has like seven different other names depending on what form that you take it in, whether it's uh, the pill form, whether it's the powder form, whether it's the actual crystal form, it's so many different names, but the most popular is T, a.k.a. Tina. Um, the stigma around it, to me, should be enough for you to not be taking the goddamn drug, to me. For me personally, I don't want no goddamn drug that's going to fuck up my teeth. Like, teeth are extremely expensive to buy new ones. 
Um, if you got the old ones and you can keep them semi-white, you're on your blessing. Um, and any drug that is going to take away teeth, I'm not interested in at all, personally. For the community, I feel like, um, you know, everyone has their drugs, be it alcohol, be it cigars, cigarettes, be it weed. You should all do it all in moderation to um, not become obsessed and for it to not take over your life where you can't function normally without them. Um, there's been multiple videos. There's like a video culture on Xtube, a video culture on my Vista of people doing the drug and having sex while videotaping and being videotaped. And oftentimes when you see these, they are in these predicaments that they more than likely would not be in if they were not taking these drugs. So when you are, you know, filling your life and saying, you know, I'm just going to go out here, I'm going to do something a little frisky, a little risky. I don't know. Um, you do things within your norm and say, okay, well, you know, I'm down for a threesome. Cool. That's what I like. Um, this drug lowers your inhibitions so far past a lot of other drugs that are normally taken, i.e., like I said, alcohol is a drug, weed is a drug, cigarettes are drugs, things like that. Those do tend to lower your inhibitions, but this takes your inhibitions to a whole nother fucking galaxy, which is somewhat the allure of what they're, why they're doing it. But I, I want us to highlight... Um, these symptoms because when I read the symptoms list it read like you know one of those um, new drug commercials that you see on TV where they say oh it's gonna do some great shit for your life and you're gonna feel better and you're gonna get over mesothelioma but the side effects are 16 different goddamn things I'm like shit I'd rather have fucking mesothelioma um, and I feel the same way with Tina right now so some of the symptoms include hallucinations anxiety um, lethargy, convulsions, dangerously high fevers, inability to sleep. Um, the long-term effects after you even stop taking the drug and are semi, you know, in remission, um, trying to come down from the drug, trying to rehabilitate yourself from the drug. The long-term effects are restlessness, anorexia, gastrointestinal disturbance, strokes, strokes, heart failure, and or death and these can all result no matter how much of the drug you've even taken so even if you take it in small doses the symptoms are still the same um i think that remember if you are currently taking this drug or if you're thinking about taking this drug is the only things that can save you is rehab like no one not many people successfully get off the drug without going through a full rehabilitation program like in hospital in program rehabilitation pro uh, re rehabilitation program and so these things need to be measured when you're actually thinking about i really want to have a good time and so i guess i'll try tina do you want do you want to go to rehab after this oh my god do you got the money for rehab because you just spent 40 dollars on tina but a hospital bill gonna be like a hundred thousand dollars for like a six-week stay yeah and they gotta hire like psychotherapists they gotta hire dietitians you got to have all sorts of girls who go with biology because like even while you're in recovery, they still have to kind of give you some of it. The team yeah, they have to give you a lot slowly of get, get you off of it. And so having the chills and sweat, I'm like I'm cold, but I'm sweating at the same time. I don't know what's going on here. Shaking in the hospital bed. You can't enjoy your duty the way you want to. You end up watching paternity court for six weeks straight. Like girl, I could have been at my job getting money. But meanwhile, I'm, and the uh, the other um, the other number that the CDC is currently studying is the six out of ten people that um, are um, addicted were addicted currently addicted to Tina six out of ten of them commit suicide. Oh wow! So imagine you know the fevers and the chills at the same time, and you don't know how to control it, and you got all these hallucinations going on and all these other ideations going on. Of course, you don't. See you, don't you have no way. You feel like yeah. You, you feel like there is no way to get rid of this. There is no way to heal yourself from it. And then you just decide, well, I know how to end this. I'm gonna take myself on out the game, and you can avoid all of that by staying away from this dangerous fucking drug. And I say that by being someone that is extremely liberal with drugs, and 
um, drug use for other people. Like I say, you know, definitely go out here, you know, live your life, experiment, do things safely. Um, but this one drug I feel completely against. I am completely against the tea culture, putting tea and things to, you know, quietly, secretly say that you really are interested in this drug. You really are interested in this type of drug and sex play. Um, it's very covert, but inert at the same time. Um, and it needs to fucking stop. And so for a million and a half of us to be currently taking this drug where there is no upside to it is it's an abomination to, to steal the Bible's words. Um, so taking down Tina needs to be one of our, our, our big campaigns, not even just for this podcast, but for people in general. Taking down Tina needs to get the fuck on out of here. Thank you guys for leaving us comments on Apple Podcasts. Open your podcast app. Um, search for our name here for it. Click the reviews tab and click write a review. Um, we definitely have been loving all of your comments on SoundCloud as well. Um, we're growing, learning things in the works. <sighs> so much drama, but it's going to be so beautiful when it all comes together. So things are in the works. We have more announcements coming really soon, especially for Pride Month. So stay tuned to the podcast and to get all the details. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and um, Facebook. Uh, we be on Facebook sometimes. Yeah. And if you really want to be a part of the culture of change that right we have now. going on here, visit us over at Patreon so you can keep it going. Here for a podcast on Patreon where you can get exclusive content that is not released to the public. Yeah. Only you will see. News may be there. Oh, news. Videos. We're going to have news. Okay. My single may drop there. You won't know unless you're on our Patreon. Shout out. Um, this week in social studies, I I think it's vital that we discuss um, the gay wedding cake. Because the Supreme Court is going to make their ruling really soon. And it's not just about um, a man who cites his religious freedoms and my cakes are art, Paul's. And, um, <laughs> cakes are art. So, and I don't want to make a cake because I feel like there will be me um, agreeing with something against my religion. Um, Zach in Mississippi was denied funeral services for his husband Robert um, by the only crematorium in their county. Mm. Um, Bay had wanted to be cremated, and imagine um, transporting his body to another crematorium in another county. And all that foolishness when we could just child we could just went down there off third and um Martin Luther King and got him cremated and just had a good affordable fume. But no, y'all wanna play games because he sucked a little dick or ate a little ass. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. He's paying for his end. Maybe a lot. Right now. Maybe a lot. Just cremate him and let's move on. Um also Colin and uh this is a boy named Kelly. Colin and Kelly, a gay couple in Texas was told we don't serve fags here at a restaurant. It says it on the door. It says boys dress like boys and girls dress like girls. They still went in the restaurant anyway and they were told that they don't serve fags here. And when the news got the tea and went down there, showed the sign on the door that boys have to dress like boys and girls have to dress like girls. Okay, we dress like men, but like I like to dress like this and suck dick. <laughs> and they were like, and then the owner of the establishment said, yes, my daughter was their waitress and she told me about it and we don't serve fags here. Hmm. Where is your scooter? Like, you have to be old and disabled with all these goddamn, like, extinct thought patterns. What the fuck does a boy dress like? What the fuck does a girl dress like? Get that shit out of here. Where is your scooter? So, it's more than just about the wedding cake. Um, And Colorado has a non-discrimination clause. Most states do. But Colorado's is very inclusive and also includes non-discrimination against sexual orientation. So, um, when David and Charlie went to Masterpiece Cake Shop and they were denied, they filed a, a complaint with the Colorado Civil Rights Commission and they won in Colorado. Of course, um, the Masterpiece Cake Shop man appealed and appealed and appealed. And now it's got to the U.S. Supreme Court. So, can this man say, I don't, my art would be supporting gay weddings. But in my it's so much more than it's so much more than just a gay wedding cake. Because people can't die in peace, they can't live in peace, they can't get married in peace. 
Girl, I can't even go get no fish and fries in peace. It's more than just a gay wedding cake. It's so much more. No, when you make your art to be consumed by the public, it is to be consumed by the public. And that means people that don't think like you, that may disagree with you. So my art being some of my artistic nudes and modeling. I don't know. Here we go. Um, it's meant for a certain audience, but... I don't tune other audiences out. Straight women being straight your women, straight women. Like, there is there is literally two or three straight women that are still DMing me. I haven't like opened the DMs because you know girl, I don't want them to even think that I saw them. But they are still messaging me, asking me for further news and further videos. There you go. And there is nothing gayer on the internet <laughs> than me. You know, oh, wow. you know, sis, you know, I'm not trying to fuck you. Um, but I can't. Exclude my art from all audiences when it's public. So if you would like a private cake shop, then make that shit out the back of your goddamn. Oh, (laughs) a private cake shop. Mm. Um, Make that shit out the back of your goddamn um, Ford F one fifty or out your out the kitchen. Don't have a publicly traded company. Do not have a public store. What an address and it's not it's not for the public then because you that's exactly what you're saying is your art. Your business is not for the public. It's only for the people that agree with you. And then it's not for the public. It should be private. Hey, man. Get that shit the fuck out of here. Um, what's going on in sexual health this week? Um, sexual health, I'm still going to piggyback off of Take It Down Tina. Oh, Lord. Um, because it's, Bye, Tina girl. Go. I wish that, I wish that Bye, if, I, if that's all Tina, that I had to do to get rid of fucking Tina. Did you see the meme on the internet of the woman kicking somebody in the house and closing the door? Yeah. On, <laughs> on his back. Yeah. That's what we're doing to Tina. Bye, Tina she ain't, her ass ain't fully out the door and I'm still pressing the, pressing the door Move, closed. And, and locking it and putting the chain up. <laughs> get the fuck out of here, My Tina. So, sexual health. Um, again, like I talked about, um, inhibitions being extremely lowered when you take it. Um, it's extremely important for us to avoid people that are in the Tina avoid cult. People. Oh my God, that's mean. No, no, it's not. Okay, well you're that's you. That's you. That's you. That's you. Go, come on. You're doing it for your sexual health because you don't know everything that they are currently engaged in. Mm-hmm. You don't know everything that they would be engaged in, and they ain't gonna remember they said. And oftentimes they don't. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes they will see the video of themselves and then. Be shocked, horrified that oh my four god, loads. oh my gosh, four, no, 16. Oh wow, yeah, you multiplying by three. What's that? I only say that <laughs> because I'm in these my vista next to the streets and I know that I see it. Okay, um, so oftentimes they will be engaged, and I'm not this has nothing to do with position shaming, um, because tops can be responsible for the same type of things on the same types of types of drugs Mm -hmm. but the most extreme cases that i have seen is where um and they may not necessarily even be bottom they could really they were just bottom in the day they might they might have been just bottom in that day they might be versatile they might be tops on most other days but Mm -hmm. their inhibitions have been so lowered that they're willing to just get high Lay there be slammed be fucked be plowed by any and everybody Faces unseen, statuses unknown, uh-uh. condoms be damned. And so it's extremely important for you as an individual to protect yourself as much as you can and knowing that these types of people don't fully understand all the things that they do do under the influences of these drugs. Uh-uh. And so they aren't necessarily fully responsible for their actions, but you can be fully responsible of your actions and saying, listen, hmm. you know, do whatever you want. It's your life. I'm not telling you what to not do with your life. I'm just going to say for me over here, <laughs> for this one right here, okay, I'm not fucking cheaters on the internet. I'm not fucking people um, that regularly do Tina, that regularly, regularly need this high to get an orgasm to have a great sexual experience because the sexual experience you're gonna get over here don't include Tina. Look at you, confident, and that's sexual health this week. Be confident in uh-huh. your sexual prowess that you don't need those type of drugs to have a good time. Like this twat is the drug. It, okay, 
This dick is the drug. Oh well. You know how many? You know how many? Mm, it's it's drug a few people. What's the song for your soul this week? Wow, because <laughs> I'm sure that it's gonna be. Uh, the song for my soul, me a hoe. Uh oh. <laughs> Cause I'm trying to get my freak on. Oh. <laughs> but bitch, we in a club. What the fuck do you expect? Okay. Bitch. This is like poetry. It is. Flowetry? No, not flowetry. Oh. Not quite. I work too freaking hard to let a hater bring me down. Not right now. And we not swaying you because you going down. This is from one of my favorite albums of Maya, Mood Ring. Mm-hmm. The song is Whatever Bitch. Oh, wow. Because Whatever Bitch. It is about being in your spirit animal, mm-hmm. being in your best clothes, looking your best. You are moisturized. You might have had a drink or two, probably a shot or two. Your hair is looking good. Yeah. You know, it's like seven niggas over there looking at you while you're doing your little jig, your little bounce, your little twerk, or whatever you're doing. And you see that one hater in the corner. And she's sick. She's mad. I say walk by. Walk she's by. mad. Walk she's by. just upset yeah. because you dance with this nigga. You let that nigga go for a minute. You're going to dance by yourself for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then another nigga might approach you because he wanted to get the vibe, get the feeling, get the emotion. And you dance with him because huh. that's what I'm here for. I dress like this. I wore my good cologne. I put my good moisturizer on or my good lotion. I wore these um, tight shorts so Ooh, you can see everything okay. from the front and the back. Um, I did my push-ups before I got in here. I did what I had to do because I wanted a good club experience. You are mad because you don't look like this. You don't feel like this and you don't smell like this. So whatever, bitch. Bye, Maya. Is the song for my soul this week? Um, well, this show knows that I love a good um, heartbreak set to a bop beat. Like, okay, like I'm sad and stuff, but I still got to jam while we're going through it. So, Notorious, um, one more, Notorious B.I.G., one more chance is during the chorus, she's saying, one more chance, Biggie, please give me one more chance. Uh, you know, she just begging for this one more chance, and then meanwhile, Lil Kim is <laughs> sucking his dick. Meanwhile, Big comes in the first verse. He said, first off, I, I pop, pop up freaks all, all the honey." So, uh, man, why you over here crying and begging for dick? I'm over here. I'm going to be fucking all the girls. I'm, I get pussy everywhere, and if your pussy stink, you got to go. He's like, he just. I so, can be fat and lazy eyed, <laughs> and I'm still gonna get the pussy. And then he was talking about if it's too thick and it won't fit, and I was like. Ugh, but okay, <laughs> okay. He was like, "If it's too thick and it won't fit, then you can just give him head and then you can leave." I was like, "Oh wow!" So he was they, like, "These women were like busy." <laughs> he was busy as well. But then the chorus comes back on, and she's begging for one more chance, and he just continues to lay lays it out. Like, look, I don't give a shit. <laughs> but that's what tells you the song was made in two different time periods. So when Notorious <laughs> rapped his part. Um, he was not envisioning his baby mama being on there um, yeah. begging for him to be uh, monogamous. Um, but also it happened in the time of his death and she was singing things about their relationship and about his death posthumously. So it is a masterpiece. It is an iconic, iconic song, but it shows how... He really art imitates life. How he really made this song to be a rap about him um, fucking bitches and get money. That's a whole other song. Um, and then she was just like, Girl, "Just give me one more chance. Can you just make this a happy home?" Yeah. So that's the song for my soul. Um, it's definitely cute for the um, the heat. You know, that's being blasted upon us, y'all. Big for summer. I cannot wait to get home from work to take these ties off and take off these button-down shirts and classy slacks every day. Untucked. Wearing me out. <laughs> but y'all big for summer. Somebody was like, it was a tweet. Somebody said was complaining about being hot. And then they said, bitch, shut up. We waited seven months for this. I was like, okay, so I'm going to shut my fat ass up. But, you know, just like find Rem- some good music to carry me Remy through. Remy waited like seven months. So, I guess. It's time for here for it. Yes, I hope you're here for something good because I'm not. I am. Oh, I am here for something good. Okay, great. See, liars. 
Um, this week I am here for the ABC president of entertainment. Uh-huh. If you have not guessed by now, Channing Dungy um, decided that she was going to unleash her pussy onto the internet, and whether it was shaved or not, we were going to care. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks like what we would think Olivia Pope would look like in real life. And I'm absolutely here for it. I am absolutely here for an executive making an executive motherfucking decision. Oftentimes we see these people in these executive roles, black, white, brown, or indifferent, refusing to make executive decisions. And, you know, we got to ha- we got to have a press conference and then we had to have a conference conference behind closed doors to talk about this and whether this was problematic or w- which way we should go forward. And it was extremely clear that Channing did not have no conferences. <laughs> she had already had her mind made up on the shit and pressed the send button. And that is the fucking type of executive that I live for. When you are able to make an executive decision, millions upon millions of millions of dollars be damned. That's what the fucking executive is. Roseanne has been the biggest show for ABC of 2018. There have not been any show on ABC that has had more viewers than Roseanne. And she decided that she didn't give no fucks about that. That today was extremely important. And uh, I'm going to put my Patty Melt executive boot on Roseanne Barr's neck. And I'm not going to let up. Uh-uh. Not here for it. I'm absolutely here Oh, for but it. we're not here for the... I'm here for the executive. Yeah, we're here for her, but not here for Roseanne's trash. Yeah, no. I'm here for the executive's action, Channing mm-hmm. Dungy. Her action showed that she is a real executive. And so many times, definitely in media, that we see these people that are quote-unquote executives, mm-hmm. they don't do no executive decision-making. They confer to all the other girls that's not the executives. Like, well, did we... Not make you the executive so you could be making executive decisions? Uh-oh. Well, I was glad that the Iger, you said Bob Iger? Bob Iger. Iger bagged her up. Yeah. So, like, she came in here, shook the table, then... No, she threw the table. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> was, that? Was, was that a ball video yeah. that um, the this one, one the big table. trans girl, yeah. and it was, like, four other people that was throwing shit at her trying to fight her, and she, she was like, like, oh, bitch. <laughs> I'll pick a table up. Kamikaze on you hoes. That's what Channing did. <laughs> Channing picked up the table and threw it all the way the fuck across the room at Roseanne Barr and hit that bitch. And that's what I'm absolutely here for. Mm-mm. This week, oh, well, today, actually, there was a video that popped up on my timeline. And um, it was about this realist. Oh, so this woman had called the cops because this black man was walking around this house next door. Oh, the realtor. And so... Um, she called the cops. She had already been outside talking to him, asking him what he was doing. So she knew what he was doing when she, when she called the cops. But she still called the cops anyway. So you know what this is actually about. If I told you I have a valid reason to be out here. So she called the cops. And then it turns out that the man is a real estate investor. Yeah. And he was there looking at the property and taking pictures because he's, oh, do I want to invest in this? I got to take pictures and send back to the office. There's a for sale sign out in front of the property. Girl, ain't nobody been living here, so you know that the house is for sale. And if you're worried about your neighborhood so bad, you know this empty house is bringing property values down. So we need to sell it fast, and we need to get somebody in there paying a decent amount of money to keep the property values up. So if you were really worried about your neighborhood, ma'am, okay, do your studies. You need to be in that house studying instead of out here on the porch calling the police. But no, this black man can't even take pictures to send back to his job in peace without you calling the police. The officer. So the officer arrives. This is what I'm here for. Ma'am, he's going to stay over here. He's going to do what he's doing. He is doing his job. And you are going to shut up. Yep. (laughs) I said, whoopsie. And then she goes, well, he needs to hurry up. No, he can take all day if he needs to. I was like, yes. Memphis police. Because I was like, when the police officer pulled up. I didn't know that was in Memphis. That was in Memphis. When the the police car pulled up, I was like, bitch, I like the Memphis police. So I watched the video twice 
And then a female, a black female officer pulls up. And then she got out of a Memphis police car. I said, this is in Memphis. Look at Memphis being in the news for a good, well, kind of. Mm. That's why like, I'm kind of here for something, kind of not here for something. I mean, like, the people are still trash, but the police officers did something great. So am I? I'm for here. a change for Memphis Police <laughs> Department because Lord motherfucking knows. <laughs> So I'm here for uh, I don't even know what the officer's name was He wasn't even named Shit. But shout out to that police officer Who had the black man's back He can be here all day You are gonna shut up And he. Oh, and the end of the video was The um, officer telling the man If you have any more problems out of her You call me and I'll come back out here I said yes I'm so here for it bitch I was absolutely here for it here Yeah for I, it. I, saw the, I saw the same video I didn't realize it was Memphis um, but the the white police officer getting homegirl together, <laughs> it gave me all the vitamin C that I needed in, in the day. So, work out. Thanks. We can carry on. Oh, we had your favorite part because um, you're um, a person who's addicted to things and I'm not. Well, as long as it's not Tina, I'll go with that. Oh, well. This is our last call. So, again, if you guys are unfamiliar with the episode, make sure that you pour yourself a shot because we're going to take you on our last call. Yeah, today it's um, cheap tequila because Pride was out. $120 to get in the club. Um, My last call. Woo! Cheap tequila. Is to the Woo-hoo. iconic. Mm-hmm. The Forever Young. My stomach burning. Wow. Oh my God. Okay. Keep going. Wow. Um... The enigmatic, ooh, big words. The trendsetter, Miss LeBron Cox. Oh, here we go. Miss LeBron Cox turns forty-six today. What? And so again, when I saw the headline, I was like, "What?" Oh my! God. <laughs> Verified it, and I was like, "LeBron Cox is forty-six. Are you lying? You know I love a good Google. Here I go. <laughs> Forty-six years old today. Wow. So I would like whatever moisturizer she's using. I would like uh who's ever blood she's sucking. Um, I would like whatever distressing regimen she's on. Um, if she just gets off of social media, whatever the fuck this bitch does, she looks younger than me. And she is 46. Wow. Twitter. Years. All the comments is 46. What? All the comments are. She is 46 fucking years old. Now that that's old, it's just older than I thought she was. Wow. And so for her to be fooling me for all of these years, she has to be my fucking last call, especially with her birthday on today. So that means she's is she she's still a Gemini, right? We still in Gemini season? Oh my god, here you go. Right. So um, <sighs> um <laughs> But she's forty six and she okay. looks like that. And she has accomplished so many things mm-hmm. just over the last ten years. Award winning. <laughs> you hear me? And it's the beginning for her still. Mm-hmm. Like she has a whole new lease on her career. Is just beginning. She's only going to get bigger and better from here on out. And that is what I pray for for so many of us and definitely for myself. At 46 to have a new lease on your career, a new lease on life. And the other shit just falls to the wayside. Laverne Cox, as beautiful, as elegant as she is, is 46 years old. I really thought, I, I, I promise you, I thought Laverne Cox was a smooth 32. I was gonna say mm, I was thinking like mid thirties, but I didn't know where. Smooth. Like thirty six. No, I didn't even give her that. I I didn't give her older than me. I wow. I gave her a smooth thirty two, thirty three. Smooth. Wow. Forty six fucking years old. Um, she probably drinks a lot of water, so I don't. I don't uh, but she whatever her regimen is, whatever her regimen is, um, she needs to send it to me. Shout out to her I did not even fucking know Happy birthday Laverne We love you <clears throat> My last call Really quick Bitch It's about to be Pride Month And I want us to remember That people marched for this Died for this 
for us to be out loud and proud. I could not imagine um, any of those previous rules that people had to deal with in those times and being, well, you know, the heckling is horrible now, but like, bitch, it was worse back in days when people were out there marching for us and they had had enough. So remember for Pride Month, um, it's not just about the gay wedding cakes. Um, and it's not just about paying $120 to get into the club. Remember why Pride Month exists. And that's just my last call. So shout out to everybody who lived, died, fought for change. And don't be afraid to be one of those in the future. Because the people that it, that initially kicked this off in Stonewall, they didn't know that they were going to have to be beaten or shit thrown at them or be arrested or die for the right for us to be prideful in these months that we have right now. They were fearless because they knew that they were pioneering a way for us to be who we are today. And we can't be who we are today without those people. Amen. So that is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, Here For It Pod. And of course, go to hereforitpod.com for extras and all types of shit stuff things my name is ronald matters follow me on the internet at ronald matters and of course ronaldmatters.com my name is miss vanjie oh, v-a-n-j-i-e <laughs> vanjie miss vanjie miss vanjie and this has been here for a podcast